It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The Joe and Joe Show! Phone now. 0345-111-7625. Team was passing the game. You went and gave away a penalty. Enjoy the show. <laughs> that is indeed a What do you mean? And welcome to the Stratford Paddock phone in 0345 It is Joe and Joe back with another wonderful show. A uh, bit of uh, line of duty in the mix there. Uh, and our wonderful voiceover man giving us the uh, the perfect, perfect introduction. What? what? Who was that? Who was what? That voiceover man. What do you mean? Which voiceover man? The, the one who did... Was that an Alex Ferguson impression? No. What, no, was that meant to be? Have you seen Lana Dewey? No. You've not seen Lana Dewey? No. We're uh, um, Hastings, the guy H. You've never seen it? No, I've never we seen it. We find his stuff here, you'll love it. Um, I've never seen it, I wouldn't know him, would I? Hastings penalty. Well, I thought it was appropriate because he says. The team was passing the game. You went and gave away a penalty. Oh, right. I thought that was some shoddy Sir Alex Ferguson. Joe and Joe. Let's start the jingle again now. We do. Why have we got to do it again? 0345. People are watching this. Treble 1, that's you, that bit, isn't it? Nope. Hello, everyone. Get your phone calls in now. 0345 the game. You went and gave away a penalty. Enjoy the show. 7625. You see the number on your screen throughout the whole of this stream. We're here for about an hour taking your calls. What are we talking about today, Joe? We're going to be talking which transfer can save United season. Now, I know it's too early to be talking about the season being ruined, but regardless of the Palace result, regardless of the fact that we look slow and... Let's, I mean, steady's a, a compliment yeah, against a compliment. Brighton. Um, 
We need improvements. We need things to change for United to be a success this season, to push on from that third place last season. We want to know who can save it for Man United. Is it Sancho? Is it Tellers? Is it a centre-back, a striker? Is it just getting the best out of the players that we've currently got? Yes, uh, so what we're going to be doing for the first 10 minutes of the show, and like for every football phone-in, we'll be just having a little recap of the game that we saw on the weekend. So if you want to get your opinions in that, get them in straight away. How do you think it went? We did win the game. But did we deserve it? 0345 treble one seven six two five. Then we'll move on to transfers in the middle section. So if you want to call about that, maybe hold back a bit because the first couple of callers will be about the weekend's game. If you want to get your opinion on that, yeah. hold back a bit. And then if you've got a foresight, you want to talk about the next game we've got, wait until about half seven, then give us a call. But the phone lines will be rammed and we'll be having a chat with us. Uh, Joe, I've not spoke to you since the uh, epic that was 3-2 against Brighton. Mm. Um, how was the watch along? How was the vibe? How was the... The wildness that was that last minute penalty. It was it was good. It was very wild. We almost ended the watch along because the game had ended. What really? Like we, the game had ended. We said it was full time, and I was just about to say, right, we'll see you for the review. We'll come back in a bit. Yeah, that was a disaster. And then we saw that the ref had gone for VAR. And next uh, thing you know, the team was passing the game. You went and gave away a penalty. That's what Brighton did, isn't it? That's it what Morpay's. That's what he said to Morpay, isn't it? Did you? I mean, I'm the only one who knows who that is, surely. I've not seen that. You've never seen Lion Nigeria? What is it, a football video? The team was bossing the game. You went and gave away a penalty. Because yeah. it sounds like Call of Duty, so it's got to be war film. But then why are they talking about footy on it? You, you, the, the team was bossing the game and you went and gave away a penalty. That's a football thing to say. Yeah? Yeah. And he's just talking about... But his line of duty about football? We weren't born yesterday, fella. His line of duty about football, then? No, it's about police. Right, so why are they talking about football? Because he's just using an analogy. Right, okay. Do you I get, get it. it now? Yeah, um, the police is full of analogies, isn't it? I've, I've how are that. we in terms of talking? Like sting. Is everyone happy? Yeah, I think so. The, last week, there was a lot of problems a big about um, us being out of sync and all that, but we seem to be fine this week. No uh, one's saying about sync. that. Everyone no. says that we're in sync. Just going live on stations that we should Yeah, anyway. someone says McGrath uh, is the announcer from the Butcher's Arms, which was the Stratford Paddock FC game. This Three week. fella. Three fella. What's that say there? Three fella? Three fella. Anyway, no one's why are people not calling us yet. Oh three four five Treble One Seven Six Two Five. We've got Oliver on the Oliver on the line. I'm sure we'll chat to you in a second. Here's the first call from last week. Yeah, it gets a call. If you're He's here, keen. you're here. Why aren't you calling? Yeah, get why calling aren't you in. Calling? Tell us about what transfers we need. Uh so the Stretford Paddock uh game was good on the weekend. Tell us about the problems that United have got. T- me now. Awesome. No, people at home. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your phones and calls in. Uh do you want me to do that or should I wait? Do you want my analysis of the game of yeah, the weekend? Yeah, give us some analysis. What do you think? What happened? What happened on the weekend was just organised chaos from Brighton's part. They kind of knew what they were doing and had the run around of United's defence. But something was just lacking. And if it's that edge of class that Brighton don't have, that sort of oomph about them, the other teams in the Premier League are going to have it. Mm. So then we're going to struggle and we're going to let in more goals. And they nearly they, they nearly, nearly scored, scored about, about five. five. Yeah. yeah. What, did, what was that mad start match today? No one's hit the post more in Premier League history or something like that. Well, Sad, isn't it? Sad We've been making that up. Uh, but what, what we saw there is the, you know... Frailties. The, frailties and what could happen in the future if we don't get our backside sorted in the transfer window, which is obviously what we're going to be talking about uh, mm. later on as well. So make sure you give us a call. 0345 Call from around the country because we can see someone from India is calling in already. Should we go to first caller of the day? Yeah, let's get a caller in. Oliver, how you doing, mate? Hi, how are you? I'm very good. I forgot the moody tones you brought to the show last yeah. time. Well, I won't apologise for what I said about Lindor. You should never apologise for what you said about Lindelof. Uh, are you upset about what happened in that 3-2? Well, we won, so no. 
See? See? Bit of optimism, Joe. I like it. You're trying to stir the pot. Happy. You're trying to make out like everything's going to crap. But actually, we won 3-2, lest we forget. All right, the floor is yours. What do you want to talk about? Well, at the end of the day, with Brighton, though, when you win, you deserve to win, don't you? Like, if they miss, they miss. Mm. Their fault. Exactly. A wise man once said. He's right, though, isn't he? If they miss, they miss. Yeah, he's definitely right. Did you think that... Um, United looked any better than they did against Palace or was it more of the same but we were just a bit luckier no but you saw it with City and even Bayern Munich didn't have pre-season they got battered battered absolutely bad chip shop style do you know what I like I'm enjoying this Oliver from you and from a bit of the newspapers this narrative that we are being allowed as United fans that because we had a late European run it's okay that we're losing matches because, like I said, Wolves have been rubbish, City haven't been great, Bayern Munich just got battered. Uh, who else was it? Um, there's another There's another team that went late in the Champions League and not been very good. PSG, PSG, also losing games. It seems as though all those teams that have had no basically no pre-season aren't doing very well and I quite like that as an excuse from the United fans. How long will we get away with that for? May? Till the next internationals. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, but the next international is like two weeks. Yeah, not far. We've got no, Brighton no. to come for then. Um, so, did you see um, a man of the match in uh, in the weekend's game for you, Oliver? Um, you have to give it to Latic, but Maguire, Bruno, both deserve shouts. Bruno just the goals and assists. Yeah, indeed. Um, That's what he does. Right, so I'm guessing throughout this season you'll be coming, Oliver, and giving us a little piece of your mind when it comes to Lindelof. Yeah. Yeah. You're not a big fan of Lindelof, is he? No. No. I'll no. still take me over him any day. Yeah. Why they didn't start, you don't know. You just don't know, do you? I have no idea why. Oliver, call next week with your uh, Lindelof opinions. That can be your, our first feature of the show. Mm. Oliver's, Oliver's Lindelof, Lindelof opinion. Lindelof chat. Oliver's Lindelof list. list. It's a list of all the things he loves about him, and it's a very no, short hates, list. No, hates, hates, hates. Oh, yeah, we could do it that way around. Um, should we go to India? Yes. Hello, India. Now, let me get this right. Sajel? Uh, Sajel? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You got that absolutely right, mate. I'm unbelievable, aren't I? Um, Sajel, how are you, mate? And what did you make of the weekend's game? Um, I'm very well, thank you for asking. I love the show, um, and uh, that's why I was very excited to call in today. And um, I think this weekend we were better than what we were the week before, but that's not really saying much. Mm. And I feel um, it's absolutely certain, man, that we need reinforcements right now, because I understand that, the, that we've had no preseason. I understand Pogba's coming back from um, from the from his illness and everything so it's going to take him time Donnie's going to take time to settle in but we need reinforcements right now and I think we need to focus on our defensive side absolutely because we we were very lucky we were very lucky and we're playing Brighton again this week and I'm I'm honestly a little nervous about going out in the EFL Cup round right now because um, Brighton were much they were, just, they were just better than us simply put yeah, they were. They, I thought United were poor, to be honest. And you talk about reinforcement. You say defensively. We got there. Sorry, this is uh, mm-hmm. first surprise of the show. Uh, if you can't see, I've got a triangle in front of me, and when we get a great caller on, he makes great points. Right, I hit is it. That, yeah, I hit it. That's gonna great work. first point of the of that the was show. A great first point. I want to ask him though. Um, you say we need reinforcements defensively. A lot of people want Sancho. Who are you looking at as the as the man to come in and to sort of turn things around? 
Um, look, I, I definitely think Sancho is a must, and if Sancho doesn't happen, um, I'd be very disappointed. I think all of us United fans um, would need to ask ourselves what we can do um, for the coming season. How how can we protest against Edward Wood and all of that? We have to look into that. But yeah, coming to your question, I think it has to be uh, Talis. Mm-hmm. I think um, because I, I, we've not really we've not really been rumored with any good centre back that that. The, the, you know, there's a lot of reports that okay, we will in for this centre back, or we're going to sign him. I, I could be wrong, but on the defensive side right now, it's only Dallas, and I think yeah, we we really need him. But apart from that, just hopefully, you know, other other players from the academy can maybe step up. I think Bai needs to just have an injury-free season for a change because I I agree with your previous caller, man, Lindelof. Yeah, he's not good enough right now. Very no, nice. Thank you uh, very much. Yeah, uh, thanks, You wonderful for giving us a call all across the world and our first getting our first triangle of the day. I was going to say you were so close to giving him a second triangle, weren't you? Yeah, because I just like him. He's and a great then you caller. didn't know him. So what did he do? To, what did he do to get close? And then you went. Actually, we're not. Thing is, if that. I give too many out, then yeah. the. Worthless. The greatness. It's like Paul Hollywood. Paul Hollywood's. If you don't watch this, Bake Off, Great British Bake Off. If he gives out too many handshakes, yeah. the handshakes become. Nothing meaningless. really Meaningless, meaningless. Uh, What do you make about that then Baye want to be Baye potentially Getting a bit of a Talk up from a lot of United fans that I know About possibly being You know A Maguire Baye Pairing that Could do be alright is Is Like Hope? It's almost like a free signing Like he's someone that's not played much In the last couple of seasons And it's the idea of getting someone in Who hasn't been playing in, like that could improve us because we don't know if he'll improve us. Yeah. We've seen him be good in the past. We've seen him be poor in the past. We've seen him be injury prone. But the idea of getting someone else in, even if you're not quite sure what they'll do, if they'll be consistent, if they'll be fit, it's just like it's better than just staying as we are. Do you think there's some of that to it? I think there's definitely some of that. Uh, last time I said something like that, free signing, Housen went absolutely wild at me. Um, I remember that. Yeah. But I would. Do you know what I do with this triangle? Shove that a little bit. Anyway, Amar's on the phone. How are you doing, Amar? You okay? Hi, I'm good. Yeah, how about you guys? Yeah, very, very, very nice. well. Are you, have you got good points about the weekend's game? Are you ready for a triangle? I think I am, but I'm not sure. Okay, where about you calling from, Amar? Uh, Bahrain. Oh, say it. Say it again. Middle East, Bahrain. Bahrain. Yes. Oh, yeah. You said it so quicker then. He said it. Great. He, he said, said it very quick. I yeah, couldn't keep up. Uh, so catching United on the weekend. Um, what did you make of it? It wasn't the best game, but we did win. Mm. We did win, but it was a very yeah, cool, great uh, point. Great point. Oh, so, sorry. Come on, Omar. Um, all right. So, like, I think Luke Shaw had a really bad game. Same with Aaron Wan-Bissaka. You see the space he left down that right-hand side for Tassard. He was very, very uh, difficult to deal with that game. They hit the post about a million times in that game. Uh, I think we came off lucky, as mm-hmm. anyone, any other Man United fan would think. Yeah. Um, reinforcements, obviously, we see the Tellez talks, Sancho talks. Do you guys actually think that Tellez improves us as a team? I'm glad someone's asked this. Bring the thing again, but a lot quieter this time because it's upsetting me, Joe. Right. I'm glad that someone's asking this about Tellers because there's part of me that worries. Is he, again, falling into this trap of he's just because he's a new sign-in, we all assume he's better than what we've got. And I know Luke exactly, Shaw isn't the best player yes. in the world, 
But Alex Tellez is one of those players that has sort of perennially been on the cusp of signing for a big team and so far hasn't done it. Now, obviously he got great stats for, for Porto last season. He got a lot of goals, a lot of assists. But I wonder just how well his skills will translate to the Premier League. Are you a little bit concerned about that? <clears throat> I'm not just concerned because he's coming from Ligue 1. Obviously, we've seen Bruno come from Ligue 1 and do fantastically. I'm more concerned of you see, I think Luke Shaw is a better defensive left back than Tellez. And Luke Shaw has been shit. We've been shit defensively. So what does that say when Tellez comes in? That's you a know? good point. Yeah, it is a good point. Uh, so so when, if, it, if it does happen, are you easing him into the first squad or is Luke Shaw saying goodbye to that place that he's got in a minute? No, I think Luke Shaw stays at the first, as first choice. And then you, you give Tellez a couple of games here and there, like Donny van der Beek right now. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah, coming in straight at the start. Yeah, I think yeah. obviously Sancho is a must for us. Like, there's no other way of of saying it. We we have to get Sancho. Yes, Greenwood has been amazing last season. He could have another record-breaking season, but Sancho is a world-class player. He's 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 not Greenwood, and Greenwood at the end of the day isn't a right winger. He's a he's a centre forward mm. or a striker, as you say. Yeah, yeah, he is. Someone in the, in the, with a super chat in the YouTube comments saying, Tellez brings goals and we need more goal scorers. Do you think that his goal involvements will mean that he might play instead of Luke Shaw? Uh, most of his goals come from penalties. He, he's the first penalty taker for, uh, for Porto last season. Bruno takes most of our go. penalties. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not I getting over he Bruno, he is he? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I, he obviously helps us going forward. He gets a lot of assists. I think he had like seven assists last season from left back, and that's very good. Yeah. But at the end of the day, defensively, we've been, we've been bad. And arguably, our best centre-back is on the bench and not very fit all the time in Eric Boye. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely... It's not certain for me that he will like always play ahead of Luke Shaw. I know that a lot of fans have got problems with Luke Shaw yeah. and that, um, you know... He, there's definitely improvements to be had there. Yeah, but yeah. But it'll 100%. take a minute for him to come in. You've got to come in. You've got to prove yourself. It could take two got, minutes. It, got, it might take two minutes. It could minutes. take three. Yes. Uh, Amar, thank you very much for your call, mate. Uh, giving us a talking point. Our last chat about the weekend's game was we put that in the past. It was great, wasn't it? It was good fun. Mm-hmm. But now we move forward to our second big question of the show. Yeah. Get your calls in about this, please. And it is about Joe. It's about... We're looking at... I mean, we've, we've, we've sort of talked a little bit about transfers already, haven't we? Yeah, Let's yeah. be honest. But... We want to hear more exactly what it's going to take for United to have a successful season this year because, I mean, we've started badly. Let's be honest. I know we've won two games in a week. Yeah, performances weren't the best. The performances in the have week, been yeah. poor in every single game so far. So, yeah, what's it going to take for Man United to be successful this season? That's what we want to know. Transfers, what do we need? Maybe it could be a ray of sunshine and burn off the fog. That's about Sancho coming to United. Is this, are these all going to be line of duty quotes? Uh, yes. Uh, we have got Kieran on the line. How are you doing, Kieran, mate? Uh, not too bad. A uh, bit Ooh. ill, but so sorry if I'm sniffling a little bit of saying. Uh, you know. Um, Kieran, uh, uh, did, I guess the weekend yeah. cat did it make it make your illness any better? You, did it make you feel better after the weekend? <laughs> three two win, three uh, points. It could lift your mood a bit. I thought he was acting like he'd, he'd gone out and got a hangover and he's still ill. That's what I thought you were suggesting. No, 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 no. The football. How did that make you feel at the weekend? Um, to be honest, watching the performance was terrifying a lot of the time. Um, I feel like um. Uh, we picked um, two of the wrong 
players. I feel like he should have got on in front of Lindelof. Mm. Um, even though I don't think Bayes should answer to our problems, I feel like after his midweek game, even though it is only Luton, he was very impressive compared to Lindelof's performance against Palace. And I also feel that Donny, even though it's Pogba, probably should have got in after the 12 minutes he had against Palace in the performance midweek. So I feel maybe that was a mistake for me, but you know, you know, we won so, the match. So he gets so in next. Really he gets in next uh, next Premier League game against Tottenham. Yeah, uh, for me, yes. I it's feel like no, uh, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, he's probably going to start uh, against Brighton, isn't he? So yeah, who's, yeah. Your, who's your midfield there? against Tottenham then? Tottenham, um, obviously be? Bruno. Yeah, uh, probably Matic obviously as well but I feel like Donny instead of Pogba so I feel like Donny's been very impressive and to be fair let's face it Pogba's had two stinkers yeah, yeah. and like even even though he's our, one of our top top players um, I just feel like we can't keep letting him off for bad performances when you've got Donny van der Beek who's been playing very very well so yeah no you're right so I, to I, me that's the that's the criticism yeah, you've yeah, yeah, Pogba has been getting criticised for his last couple of performances. It kind of happens now and again, this Pogba bit of a stinker oh, yeah, run. it happens. You can't help that. Yeah. But I it's nice to that, have a midfielder there to put him under the pressure mm. as to Oli to say, listen, if yeah. you don't pull your finger out, these two are, uh, are going to run away with it with Fernandes and Van der Beek and obviously Matic having a new bit of a lease of life about him and, and kind of being like the old Matic that we bought in. So if Pogba doesn't up his game, yeah. he could find himself sitting on the bench all the time. Now, I know he might enjoy that, but he still loves football. He still wants to play football. I think he'd be annoyed by that. And hopefully we get the best out of him then. Yeah, because for me, I'm not really bothered about the big, big game. For me, EFL Cup, it's sort of a bonus if you win it, but it's not one of like the big ones, like the FA Cup, Prem, Champions League. Yeah. So, you know, um, <laughs> I'd rather Oli put his focus on Tottenham because obviously that's going to be a very very difficult game and with the form we've been in there's potential for us to get absolutely battered so <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a spat uh, between uh, Ole and, and uh, uh, Jose Marino as well last few days a f- the exchanging of a few words as they say I like it to say exchanging words like it's not been basically just been bitching at each other aren't they yeah 100% one of them says oh, you yeah. like penalties the one of them says you're crap at management back and forth <laughs> easy yeah. there's going to be a lot of pressure on that one Definitely, that, and this will be the we'll last phone we have as well before that game. So, oh, we'll will it? Yeah, the that, last phone yeah. before oh. the game. Go for it. Oh, that could be the last. So, game. obviously, obviously, Jose is gonna wanna beat us because obviously we're his old club yeah. and we made him look like an absolute mug. So, I'm hoping that Oli, because we've got the one of the best, we basically we had the second best form against the top six. Mm. I'm hoping he could pull it out of the bag again, but obviously we're in for a very, very roller coaster ride for the next few fixtures. So obviously we've got Chelsea, we've got Arsenal, Everton are very, very impressive at the moment. So bring it, bring it on. Decisions, I feel like. Yeah, basically. Kieran, uh, thank you very much for sure. giving us a call. I'm gonna give you a triangle if that's alright. You ready for it, mate? Yes. Wow. Thank you, Kieran. There it is. Yeah, there it is. He loves Every it. Every time you do it, it's so loud, that triangle. He loves it. it. Did you know how loud it was before you did it? Yeah, of course it did. Um, I bring up a bit of opinion. Mm. I'm going into uh, who United need. Yes. Um, uh, and we talk about maybe Sancho being a must, and two calls have already said that already. Yeah. Um, at what part do we look at Greenwood starting ahead of Martial? Mm. I don't know if this is a bold thing. It's but bold. If Sanchez, co- Sancho comes in. You, it's him saying it. I drop Martial. 
Oh, for an 18-year-old. He's <clears throat> that he's better than Martial. You think Mason Greenwood now is better than Martial? I'd put more trust in that man scoring more goals right now if they played in that striker position. Yeah. Right? Say we did like a simulation, right? right. That Mason Greenwood would score more goals now than Now here's Martial. a question for you. Is it only about scoring goals? Now, of course, we don't want Firmino where you get one goal at home all season. But let's say... Martial is 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 good at bringing other people into the game, and it's something he's improved a lot. We've never seen that from Mason Greenwood because we've not had to. We don't know how he holds the ball up. We don't know how he uh, brings other people into the game. We've not really seen him make too many assists compared to Martial, who we know is a creator. Are you losing more than just goals if you take Martial out of the team? I just think we have been since lacking goals too much for us to think about that. Surely that's the then the but who's the, the top scorer last season, Martial? Yeah, because Greenwood wasn't. Playing that many, playing that. I want it. I want it. I want him there. You want him at the. Focal I want point. him there, but I know what people say. Martial's obviously. I do love Martial, uh, and, and having that another option if Sancho does come in mm. would be ace. But I, I don't know. There's something about me and something about Ollie as well. I think that he might look to. He loves Mason Greenwood. Greenwood. He? he loves him, and he could be an unbelievable. So force. that would make room for Sancho on that right hand side, yeah. whilst not having to drop Greenwood. Yeah, and then you get the best of both worlds because Greenwood could become this mature player. In four years down the line, he's already had four years as being United's number one striker. And then you're using Martial as a backup for Rashford and Greenwood. Yes. Bloody hell. Someone give me. You don't the, mind. You don't answer. mind saying the dangerous things, do you, do you? No. MJ. <laughs> um. How are you? Do- <laughs> how are you doing? Come on! No, I'm joking. I'm good, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone with it. He's gone with it. I thought you might be he's offended, but he's gone with it. And he's ran with it. How are you, mate? <laughs> I'm, I'm good, mate. I'm just. Uh, I was. I was just doing a moonwalk before you caught me there. <laughs> if he's a bit out of breath, that's why. Sorry, MJ. Where else you calling from, mate? Uh, from uh, Manchester. Mega, mate. And what did you make? Oh, we could. We can just reflect briefly on the weekend. Now, how was it for you? I mean, a win's a win. At the end of the day, I'm not obviously happy with uh, the way we won, um, but uh, I just. Uh, I just think that you know. Like I've said before, what I've said about Oli, I don't want to keep, you know, digging him out. But I just personally think that sometimes he sticks with the players when they um, when they're doing a bit too bad. I thought he should have changed um, Lindelof after last week, but yeah. I don't know. He must see, he, he must see something in Lindelof, or he must see something in Bailey. But um, I just really want to talk about um, the next couple of days and uh, you know the. Um, Transfer window closing, and I just I've got a feeling that you know United ain't gonna buy anyone. Mm. I'm not sure about you. I've just got this feeling that we've got no money left. In the pot is dry. There's been some there's been some articles and rumours in the last week or so that United have to do this thing where every quarter we have to report back to the lenders of the money that we owe uh, a, 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 a profit of 65 million quid. And if we don't, then we start getting in a bit of trouble. Now, it seems insane the idea that Man United, the one of the biggest sort of money makers in football, one of the biggest clubs, the biggest income, the biggest profits, all that, we might not have the money at the moment to buy the players we want. Do you think that's why we are haggling so hard over this sort of transfer fee for Sancho that Dortmund don't seem to be budging on? I thought that I, f- I thought that could be true, but then again, uh, when we were looking at the Telus deal, it's like any player, like for example, Sanchez is over a hundred uh, million euros, mm. so that's understandable. We could haggle with that, but then when there was Telus, who was going for eighteen million, and then we tried to get him for twelve million. I mean, this is this is why, like, you're starting to worry. Is there even? <laughs> do we even have any pennies? Yeah. You know what I mean? 
It's weird though because we got it's the, the bit where we're starting to worry. The Van der Beek deal, we it seemed like we didn't even negotiate yeah, fee on that. Like that. We just went, what do you want? Forty million? Yeah, there you go, sorted. And now we, well, we're arguing over two million. There's one thing I wanted to know about the Van der Beek deal. Was that straight up cash, or was that over a two or three year uh, payment plan? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, because I mean, looking at things from a business point of view, straight up cash is obviously so much better than this uh, strategic payments for the, time. for the selling club is <coughs> yeah. but not for United United want to stagger it as much as they can yeah of course they want to stagger it uh, but uh, when you get yeah. Dortmund Dortmund are getting like well, if they say they got 100 million over 3 or 4 years you'd also be thinking into your mind what if United can't even you know if they're getting in a bit of trouble now there could be a case down the line where United's finances maybe run out so you're, you've got a deal that lasts over 3 to 4 years if there's failure to do this you've sold one of your key players who's going to be instrumental in your team to a club that might struggle down the line to, to cough these fees up because if we're saying we're in trouble a lot because money's not going to come in thick and fast now because of coronavirus yeah. money's going to be slowed down even more there's no fans coming in TV rights I mean they're up for debate soon and again uh, there's just lots of different reasons for United not to keep making money one, and one thing with the TV thing it'll be interesting to see which way that goes because obviously I've got people may spend less money because there's less money in the market the, the economy's dropping or the other way is everyone's sat at home like yeah. you've got more people a, a more of a captive audience than you've ever had we may see it continue to rise but it, it'll definitely be interesting to see MJ, thank you very much for your call, mate. Wonderful to have you on, uh, giving us a call, and a moonwalk um, as well. Can I give you a bit of a comment from the from the YouTube? Of course, get onto the comments, please. I'm going to be honest, Joe. You're not going to like this one. Why? This well, it's not. It's not very. It's, it's a bit disparaging towards yourself. Go demand on, hearing it. Yeah. Um, Happy Nige says, uh, "Don't give a triangle to to idiots who say obviously and basically every other word." Joe. Now he's defending the sanctity that is the triangle. It can only be used by people who are much smarter than us. What do you reckon to that? Uh, what do you say? Do you say obviously... Do, you, do I say obviously and you say basically? I'm not sure. Obviously, you say that. But basically, <laughs> what I'm saying is, if we want a triangle, we're going to have a triangle. <laughs> too loud. I don't like the triangle, but only because it's too loud. Uh, Dan is on the line. How are you doing, Dan? Good, you? Dan? You said good, you. I'm joking, is it? Hello? Joke. Dan! Hello? Yeah, I've got you, Dan. Sorry, just technical problems there. Uh, Dan, you're through to Stratford Paddock. Um, it's the phone in. Uh, what do you want to say? We're talking about transfers at the minute. Uh, what is your head up? Um, I wanted to, to say that if Jaden Sancho comes in um, and we get him before deadline day, I think he'll make a big impact, uh, just like Bruno Fernandez did. So we were dropping loads of points uh, before Bruno Fernandez came in uh, against like easy teams, um, and then he came in and like boosted the changing room atmosphere again, and then uh, we started like getting the points back that we were losing unnecessarily if you know what I mean yeah. that's great to hear isn't it a bit, of, a bit of optimism positivity the idea that Sancho's going to come in and not just get you a couple more goals but lift that dressing room up a notch again <laughs> and we de- that's one thing to talk about with under Ole do you think that the dressing room has gone up from when he came in the likes of Lukaku and Young and it seemed as though he's got rid of a couple of people Sanchez being a big, a big culprit of that that maybe were not necessarily getting on with everyone or, or causing it to, it to be a less likeable team than there is now do you think that Ole's done a good job of improving morale and improving uh, sort of the confidence around the dressing room uh, yeah 100% as he's also a club legend everyone will uh, respect him and I think what he's he's done a good job because he's kicked all the players out that we don't need to be paying wages for and you see that Andreas Pereira might be 
be going to Lazio. Uh, that's again on this. Oh, oh no, I should gone. be shouting, Dan. Uh, is, oh, you're breaking up, Dan. You're a robot, you've been Hello? exposed, and the internet doesn't like what you're doing. But Dan, because uh, because it's not your fault and it's technology's fault, we, we've realised through the medium of comments that the triangle's too loud, Joe. What are they saying? They're the saying the triangle was a bad idea. Well, I, I would, I'd like you for a second to defend the triangle. The triangle is there to show the importance of the callers. Right. When they come on, when they are so uh, articulate. What's okay. the word? Articulate. <laughs> articulate. Jesus. They're so great what with What a word points. to get wrong, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> They're just Just so... use the word, what is it, obviously and basically a few times. That'll get you through. Oh, how about the word, shut the... Mario! Mario? Hello, what's going on, lads? Yeah, good, man. How are you? Hello. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm great, thank you. I'm, I'm really good. Uh, are you really good as a United fan or just really good because you're having a good day? Oh, no, I'm really good because I've got I've, I've now got my chance to, to rant a little bit. Rant That's a bit, Mario. I'm going to be quiet. You rant away. <laughs> right. Um, I'm, mainly, I'm just frustrated with the fan base. Um, I feel like we're so knee-jerk in our reactions nowadays where it's like, don't get me wrong, our first two Prem performances have been woeful. And, like, trust me, I'm just as angry as everyone else. But, like, all of this stuff about how uh, you get so many people saying how Oli, you know, he's not a tactician anymore. But then last season, when we were playing all the big teams and we were beating them, he he was, you know, oh, my God, he's so good at in yeah. the big games and his tactics and stuff like that. And all the knee-jerk stuff really bothers me. I think people are forgetting that last year, every time, uh, well, in the second half of the season, Every time that we uh, reverted back from our starting eleven, because obviously when there was uh, changes or someone was injured or whatever, that's when we would drop points in the second half of the season, or that's when we wouldn't look as good. For example, when Shaw came out, uh, the Norwich game last season um, in the cup where we looked awful. Um, so basically, every time Fred and McTominay got a chance to play midfield, um, that's when it all went to pot. So for me. I think people need to give Ole some more time to get his transfers in um, to, to basically replace these squad players that you can tell he doesn't have faith in. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's why he doesn't play them so much and that's why the starting 11 got ran, ran out the whole of uh, at the end of the season last year. I love that point about how... <laughs> yeah, it's oh, good. I'm very good. You've got to get it off your chest. Triangle? Sometimes. We're not using the triangle anymore but you've got a metaphorical tap on the triangle for that. Um, I like your point about how... People are so willing to criticise him when we lose a game, but then when we consistently beat City and Chelsea and uh, you know Tottenham and these other top teams, people forget that. Um, he, he, like I said, is, we've got the second best results against the top six in the league last season, and that isn't an accident. You no. can't just you mm-hmm. can't just do that by mistake. That's like I said, good tactics. That's you know a, a good game plan that consistently works. We beat Chelsea three times last season. We beat Man City four times last season. I agree with you that that isn't a coincidence. You have to be good, a good manager to get your team to do that. What? Who did we beat four times? No, we yeah. three times. You said four. Did I say four? Yeah. I meant three. Um, but yeah, it's always going to be the case that you get these sort of reactionary, you know, people who want the instant changes and everything. You know, one week it's great, one week it's terrible. Um, how do you assess the current quality of the squad and the start that we've made this season? Because obviously, you may be a little bit more level-headed than most. By the sounds of things, are you are you are you worried about the slow start United have had? 
I'm I'm worried in the sense of I have sympathy or is it empathy? I don't know which one it is for um, Ole and the staff in the sense that they've had no time to work with the players. They've they've finished later than everyone else in the prem. They've gone on holiday. Maguire's got himself locked up. Greenwood's gone and done some madnesses. Then they've come back, had a week to meet each other again, say what's going on and talk about their two-week holiday. And then they're playing in the Prem again. And, and don't get me wrong, every other team's got a similar start, but we've had the worst one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been active, hasn't it? I am, I, am, <laughs> I am very disappointed in the way we started. I think the boys have been awful. Um, but at the same time, you've got to sort of look at it realistically. But we we definitely need signings, just because, especially this season, where people need a lot more rest. Yeah, Ma- Mario, thank you very much, <laughs> mate. You You've been much. illogical. I would give you a triangle, but we've been told off. Yeah, uh, I, I want to back up Mario's point there by what happened uh, post match at the weekend when Oli uh, was doing his interview and the um, the board sort of crashed behind. Him. Have you seen that? That's uh, great, isn't it? That is how unfazed that man is about the little things yeah. because he's had so much going on this summer. Yeah. Things can crash around him, and he's not even phased. Yeah, we is anyone arrested? No. Well, carry on. We do kind of forget that our captain was arrested, and is still like well, he's, yeah, he's got a conviction. Court. Yeah, um, and then that you know Mason Greenwood got sent home. Paul Pogba got uh, coronavirus. It's oh, been yeah. a pretty rough summer, hasn't it? Been a rough summer. It's been a very rough. I'm summer. not allowed to use my triangle. Do a ding. Just say ding. Ding. Yeah, it's not as good, is it really? But the triangle is too loud. I do have another ding. Oh god! Let me have a look here. Uh, what are the comments saying, Joe? The comments are well. We've got we've got someone saying over overusing one particular word. We're going to hide that one. Uh, someone said, "In my life, uh, United have given me so many great memories. I can't sit here and cry about a slump." <coughs> That's a bit more of a let's take stock of where we've been as United fans kind of comment, isn't it? What do you think to that? You're just using the sound effect board now. What's that one? Tennis groan. Tennis grown too. Right. I get it. I understand where he's coming from. That um, was the windings of radio, wasn't it? That was the that's as good as it gets. <laughs> was it? As good as radio gets. Max is in Sweden. Max is in Sweden. Hello. Max, are you in Sweden? Uh, yes. How's uh, Sweden? Uh, it's uh, good, but uh, it's a little bit cold here. Uh, it when, uh, it is freezing. Um, what temperature is it? Uh, it's uh, currently uh, nine uh, nine a.m. Okay. okay. No, nineteen. I, I don't know time in England. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What would you want to talk about, Manchester United? Uh, I wanted to talk about the transfers and like, I'm tired of the nonsense with the board and that shit. Yeah, you t- uh, yeah I'm 100% with you and so is the vibe of all the United fans calling today, Max. It, it, it's just, it, it can't go on for much longer, can it? Yeah, I know. Uh, like, uh, my biggest uh, thing I am uh, most angry uh, of is that uh, we haven't sold the Deadwood like Lingard and Jones. Jones is sitting on uh, 100k a week and he he isn't uh, even leaving the club and I, I am tired of this nonsense actually. It's a good point. It's crazy. Do you know what it? you think? I know obviously we all know 100 grand a week is a lot but imagine if you got your paycheck at monthly and, and it said and it said £400,000 on it for a month. Yeah. Imagine that. And you didn't do a single thing for it. 
No games. Yes, you trained. Just all right, you trained, but you didn't sell. You didn't sell. You didn't do anything to deserve that money. Is there a time when you can just rip up the contract? No, you're not allowed to. That's a contract. That's Max, would you rip it up? Yeah, I would. I would. I would. I I absolutely jump and done. You know, I. I Oh my God! Like we could have saved the money for, uh, to Jaden Sancho if we sold the Deadwood. We would have had him probably if we would. If we would, but like we would probably have tell us too. But our board is freaking—it's uh, nonsense. I I don't know what to say anymore. Do you think we're worse at selling players or worse at buying players? It's a great question. It's it's really hard, you know. To yeah, but like. <laughs> I think we are like in this window we are we are we suck at both but like if we would have sold sold the players we would have money so I think selling players is the biggest priority for Man United at the moment but like yeah then we would have bought like Jaden Sancho and like I said yeah. like yeah, I'm tired of this nonsense with the board and shit. I don't uh, care, you know, anymore. It's okay. Be positive. Stick with Stratford Paddock. Keep watching the boys. They'll be talking you through it. I know the games will be... There's a lot of games tied into a lot of short space of time now with what's happened. But this is what the phone-in's for. Come on, vent. Get your anger out. Then go and enjoy your life. It is, yes, it's like a game Dr. and it's Phil. many of our lives. And we get wound up about it, but this is the time you come and vent. We don't charge... We no. should. Although, is there not a charge on the phones? I, yeah, well, standard network supplier, he's in Sweden, so I'll probably let him go now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because that's probably costing him a lot of money, that, isn't it? Google it. Google I'm it. not your phone provider. Um, and always remember, it's 9pm somewhere. Uh, have we got someone from North America on? Yeah, but can I go to Rowan first? Because yeah, he's yeah. been there for ages. Oh, yeah, go to Rowan, yeah. Unless Rowan's been... in. in, in Rowan, are you in North America? Uh, I'm not, no. Whereabouts are you? I'm, I'm in Stockport in Manchester. Close. 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 We had one from Stockholm and then one from Stockport. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Great link. How are you, Rowan? Uh, and I, I look into the future. We're still talking about transfers, about who could save the season. Uh, you got an opinion on yeah. that? Uh, yeah, I had a question, actually. Great. Um, I was wondering, in terms of... If, if we'd say, if we didn't, say we didn't go anyone else for the rest of this um, window... I was wondering what you two thought of, and let's say, give it a three-year plan, your ideal transfers, what you would like to come in and then necessarily go as well. Oof, three years is a long time, isn't it? It's hard to... I can give you a couple of transfer windows. Go and, on, And then. maybe be a bit yeah, more vague than specific win- say players. Say three windows, then. Say three, so, say three windows, then. And you said, assuming we don't sign anyone this summer. <clears throat> yeah, I think yeah we assuming need, no one comes in. We need a centre-back, whether that's up in Meccano or whoever the club want, I'll go with them. Yeah. Um, a left back as well. Um, I think. So this need, is window one. We need window two. One. I'm going to go centre back and left back. Yeah. That's we're winter. ripping up the defence. Summer next. Summer next year. We're going back for Sancho. We're getting him. We're going to be getting. I don't know whether it's Kante or it's uh, someone of a similar play a style. Ball winning midfielder. A ball winning midfielder. Someone who can replace Matic. I know he's not the, quite the same mould or build as Matic, yeah. but he's he, he wins possession and he doesn't give the ball away. Um, I also think 
we could probably start looking at maybe a backup right back. Yeah. Because uh, Dallow doesn't seem to be in the favour of, of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and I think we need a striker. What's Haaland saying? Yeah, well, right. So here's the other question I've got for you, Rowan, and you, Joe. I'm going to fire right. players that are currently in the United squad now. Will they be there in three transfer windows Ooh, time? Questions. You Let's ready play. for this, Rowan? Right. Paul right, Pogba. Right, right, right. Paul Pogba. No. No. I want him to, but I wouldn't no. be surprised if he wasn't. David De Gea. Yeah, that's what I mean. No. No. Won't no. Be. He'll be gone. Henderson. Lindelof. Yes. Oh no! I think he will. I think he will. I'm not. I'm not saying I want him to, but I think he will. Actually, I changed so. my mind based on what he said. Yes, Martial. Uh, yes, I think he'll stay. Yeah, me too. Yes. Any more you want to throw about? Uh, Jesse Lingard. No, I think he'll go. And yeah. finally, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer. Oh, oh. Um, we didn't plan that. No. Uh, I think he'll stay. Oh, oh very good, Rowan. Rowan. Stockport. Uh, you, uh, you might see me in Stockport. Just like kicking about there. Do you live in Stockport? That's where I'm from. Oh, lovely. Lovely part of the world, isn't it, Rowan? Yeah. Shame about the hat museum still being closed, isn't it? <laughs> Love that one. Rowan, cheers, mate. I'll speak to you soon. Rowan there. Now we can throw to North America. You're jumping the gun loads. Sorry. Joe thinks it's uh, his show. I like uh, North America. As a place. I like when it's called North America. Okay, which well, Canada? Yeah, it's still North America. North America is Mexico, USA, Canada. Andrew? Hey, how's it going, Jen? I'm very well. Um, Joe says you're in North America. Do you have anything to say about that? Yeah, uh, it's an absolute toilet over here with uh, COVID, both in Canada and the States, but uh, we're just keeping alive. Very nice. Whereabouts in Canada are you from, Andrew? North America. Toronto. Toronto. Oh, Toronto. Lovely part of the world. Oh, no. That yeah. was a... Have you guys ever been? Uh, Vancouver, which so, is kind of not the so same, no, is it? Oh, nice. so, no. <laughs> Have you been to Toronto? Vancouver. <laughs> so, no, there. Yeah, well, I mean, I've still <laughs> been to Canada. Yeah. Have you been? I've been to North America, yeah. Uh, Andrew, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're talking about Manchester United, of course. Yep. We want to talk a little bit about mm-hmm. transfers, the future of the club. What, what have you got to say about that? Yeah, um, I was actually wanting to bring up a point that I haven't heard anyone, for that matter, bring up, in which... Uh, it's Stancho. Oh, no, can you, can you I, say that again? Sorry, you yeah, just cut out a second there, please. Yeah, one more yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, Sancho's personality, his demeanor, his characteristic. Um, I find he's a really down to earth, more quiet kind of introvert, more than like the outgoing player type of player, um, especially when he's doing the interviews and the way he talks. Um, and I think his character is exactly what our squad is looking for. Um, he can come in, really be that person that doesn't do all the talking um, in the change room, but does all the quality and brings all the, you know, the, the attributes on that right wing that we need him to. So I think with Bruno Fernandes coming in and filling that leadership role so well um, in the forward going attack, I think a player like Sancho can come in and just kind of feed off that aggressive, you know, leadership is exactly what we need for someone to write for mind. I mean, so it's not just about the player and the quality, it's about who he is as a person that can help United. Yeah, 100%. I mean, we saw what Bruno and his character brought to the team, not just on the field, but in the change room as well. Like, he's a leader, 
that everyone looks up to, not just, you know, when he's playing, but also in the training grounds and um, who, like, in his interviews, he just lifts all the fans with how competitive he is. I feel like Sancho is the same thing in that, but he's also a lot more, um, how to say, not passive, but he's a lot more willing to give other people the opportunity to shine as well. Um, and doesn't mind being more of the creator role than the always scoring role which I feel like we've had with a lot of our strikers like Lukaku and, you know, a lot of our wingers before. So I love that about him. Mm. It's good as well that he's also got a relationship with Rashford. He knows Jesse Lingard. Yeah, he knows yeah, a few yeah. of the lads, Harry Maguire, of course. And another thing, as you mentioned there, um, you don't always need like six or seven leaders on the pitch. You need the right people to That's right. b- either be a leader in performance like Rashford was, I think, earlier in the season uh, last year. But he's not the most, you know. He's, he obviously does a lot of great work, and he's outspoken. But he doesn't, he doesn't have this sort of, you know, scream at people on the pitch type persona. But it it works for him, and and you know, sometimes you just need someone getting the goals and getting the assists, and that does the leadership for them, doesn't it? One hundred percent. And I think his character, along with Aaron Wan Bissaka's, um, I think would be mint. I mean, Aaron is kind of that same personality. He doesn't really, he's not really that, you know. He's like you know, always looking to be the first on the camera after the game and like in his interviews, he's more of the quiet type, which I feel Sancho is as well. And I think those two on that right can really benefit from one another. Uh, yeah. And I'm really excited if he does come in to see how they both kind of feed off each other, if that's a possibility. Instead of in, uh, inverted fullbacks, introverted fullbacks, yeah. if, if this calls anything to go by. It's like Tenet, the film. Thank you very much, Seen Andrew. It? From North America. Thank there. you, Ojanju. Lovely caller. Would give you a triangle, but people are booting off about it. Uh, we've got a couple of callers left, so our attention turns to Brighton and to Spurs because we yeah. won't have a phone in until after them games. So we'll have all the fallout here, as well as on all the Stratford Paddock stuff like the Watch Strong, etc., etc. Uh, big games, EFL. Yeah, yeah you are bothered. <laughs> it's hard because, in theory, I think Solskjaer needs to win any trophy. Get a trophy, get some silverware on his on his name at Manchester United. Just establish a little yeah. bit of confidence, a little bit of assuredness. But it's another potentially, what, seven or eight games where you just think, I could, we could do without him. Yeah. I honestly don't know whether... You never want to lose a match, of course, so losing to Brighton would be crap, especially with the start of ad. But you just think, sometimes it's... it's I don't know. Is it going to affect the season more negatively than it than the positives could possibly be with it? It could do. Uh, we will speak to uh, Victor. Uh, Victor's on the line. He's called from Manchester. How you doing, mate? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah very, good. very well, thank you. Uh, we're looking ahead to the games now. Um, with uh, United playing two games before we next do a phone in. Got two big games coming up, Victor. Is it going to be two wins? Oh, I hope so. I dread playing Brighton again after what happened over the weekend. Yeah, that was rough. So, but it? yeah, I expect um, I expect a win. There will be a reaction to the Brighton game over the weekend. So I don't think they'll give us um, the kind of problem they gave us over the weekend again. So I expect us to win that one. And Jose Mourinho's first, we should be able to win that one. Ooh. It'll be interesting, won't it? Like I, I can't remember a time when we've played. Obviously, sometimes you see play a home and away leg or you play someone in the cup and then you play them straight after but playing the same team at the same stadium within four days of each other that doesn't happen very often and obviously it was a really tricky game last time and you say that you think we'll push on from there do you think United yeah. will have learned more from that game than, than Brighton will? I, I think we would have um, I think um, Brighton gave everything they could in that match and 
rightly they deserve to win that match. Let's be honest. Mm. But um, and I think that would be a step further for us because we would have improved from where where we were before, fitness wise, and. Um, Surely, surely, regardless of whether Oli tells them anything or no, these guys are expected to be professionals and they should know that they performed terribly in the last game, majority of them. And we just got away with it by by whisker. So whisker. I expect them to be pumped up for it. It also and, says a lot, um, maybe more, about who Oli Gunnar Solskjaer is as a manager. If you go against the exact same team, in a different competition, albeit, but the same sort of mindset. What do you learn from what you have just faced off against? If we go and we get beat, you say well, that's really poor and hard. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. But what I've noticed with Oli so far, and I'm pro Oli all the way, is that's not the kind of person he is. He's not sort of a reactive manager, if you ask me. It's just the sort of manager that I think he focuses on the quality of the players he's got. And it just says, okay, well, I expect Rashford to do this. And that's probably responsible for why. Sometimes when you think, oh, this weekend he was meant to take Lindelof off, he's just going to put him back in. That, okay, well, he wants him to throw his head out. So he doesn't want to take him out after having a bad performance in the game before. Even though everyone thought from his pre, uh, pre-match conference that he was going to take him out and put Bailly in. So um, I, I don't think... That would change all his mentality or approach to games like this. I think he approaches big games differently, but I think small games he still approaches them the same way. Mm-hmm. Case in point, I think um, was the, um, his first season uh, when we played Wolves like twice. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I can't remember if Arsenal was in between those games. I think we approached the two games almost. So, from my point of view, I think I don't think that would change the way Oli approaches the game. I think it will be. It will be more focused on the errors the players make individually in the game. Probably going with the same approach, but talk to the players regarding how, how they approach the game. Yeah. Victor, thank you very much for your call, mate. Victor, I'll give you a triangle oh, if, that's all, if that's all right. Go for it. Cheers. That was it then. Bye, bye, bye Victor. Bye, Victor. Yeah, Victor really enjoyed that. Um, I agree with him. We, we, oh, sorry, we keep was... seeing Ollie give these little tips and these little hints that he's going to start by, he's going to start Mengi, he's going to start all these players, and then he do not play in the next game. Yes. Um, so it's coming to our final call now from Sri Lanka. Uh, I think it's called Prashu. You've been to Sri Lanka? Never been to Sri Lanka. You've been to Vancouver, though, haven't you? Prashu? Hello, hi guys, how are you? I'm very well. You're a final call on the Stretford Paddock phone in. Um, you, yeah, yeah, you I've watch... been trying a couple of calls, but I couldn't get through. You're through uh, now, mate. I what do you want to say? Uh, first of all, I'd like to uh, you know, uh, convey my regards to all of you guys. You all are doing a great job. Please pass on my wishes to Jay and Steve and all of those guys. Thank um, you very much. And um, one of the one of the main things is that a lot of fans in Sri Lanka and India, and um, right now, even among my friends, I'm slowly seeing a consistent shift towards preference for new football fans towards Man City and Liverpool. Oh. I think our owners, our people are not taking this so seriously, but it's actually a major problem. Yeah. Because what and, uh, what makes United I, the biggest well one of the biggest teams in the world is their you know value value around the world is they mean a lot to people yeah, around the world but now the tide is turning if they don't do something soon the new generation of fans will be lost is what you're saying 
Yeah, and you have to understand something. I started watching football in 2006. I had never played a game of football. I started watching it. I grew up in a environment where cricket was everything. Yeah. What attracted me was United. Okay, there were two teams that attracted me. One was United and was Barcelona, but United was what really attracted me. One because of the way they played the game. And of course the history and the folklore behind all of it. Yeah. So I believe that is being eroded, that is being uh, to a certain extent diminished, not actually to a great extent diminished. It's been demeaned by people who do not feel the same. They do not have it. I'm a guy in Sri Lanka, right? A cricket crazy country. What do I know about football? I know nothing, but yet I was attracted. That, yeah, yeah. that sort of aura we've lost. We are losing it. Yeah. And if we don't keep up this time by bringing in good players, I think my reality was uh, at the uh, beginning of this season, I thought six players we could not bring in, but over two seasons, if we had bought six top class players, we could have been challenging for the title. That is exactly what we need. Six top class players at critical positions, we could have been challenging for the league. That is all we needed, good players, and give Oli another year after this season so that he'd get all the dead wood out and bring those players. And then, even if the manager changes, you'd have a very good team for him to come in. Someone like an Anguzman or Poch, they don't need to buy any player for another season. They could have worked with it. I thought we were moving towards that. Unfortunately, I forgot that our owners are penny pinchers. And absolute rascals I absolute rascals because I could not use any filthy any filthy words yeah, here yeah, so I'm, I'm, my kids could be listening so I I no mean kid. I would I don't know right. that's all guys I, anyway great job for you guys thank you very much you're, you're the best last caller I'm going to give you a triangle all the way in Sri Lanka did you hear that <laughs> okay yeah okay yeah. I hope I get some blessings from Jesus as well. Thank anyway. you very much. <laughs> Bye. Oh, that's from you, right? Blessings all the way, mate. Uh, I, I, that's a good point what, that he made there, you know, Joe, because United love to go on about, oh, we've got a billion fans across the world, we've got 500 million fans across the world, whatever it is. Going down. If the next generation of fans in in any country in the world, especially a country like uh, Prashu was saying there, where football maybe isn't the number one sport in that country... You, the brand awareness and the size of the club comes from the trophies you've won. So if we want to keep spouting off about how many fans United have got, we need to start winning stuff. The Joe and Joe Show! That was you that did that, wasn't it? That's it's over now. I could tell that. Joe. I could tell that it was someone. No, it's a. Uh, and that's you. The Joe and Joe Show! Who, who sang that? Professional. What professional? Joe, I give you a. Thank you. Oh, that and was I give me a. So you gave yourself a, a, long, in my one, wasn't a it? long ring out there. Wow. Uh, right, keep up the show for Paddock. What's coming up on this sh- channel? We've got loads of stuff coming up. We've got uh, Paper Talk, of course, every morning. We've got House McCall Uncensored. We've got, coming up on Wednesday, uh, Manchester United against Brighton again. And we're going to have previews leading up to that. We're going to have podcasts, all that kind of stuff, of course. Uh, but um, yeah, we've got everything. We we've got be, so many videos coming out this week, it's ridiculous. We will be here every Monday, the fallout for the game, looking forward and tackling the big talking points as mm-hmm. well. You've been wonderful calling up, 0345 treble on 765. Save that number in your phone so you'll be the first caller next week. Uh, should we say goodbye and wave? Let's say Bye goodbye. Bye. Ma- the, they're absolute rascals, those owners, aren't they? We can all agree on that. Bless goodbye. Me, Jesus. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.